0: Guildpack, the second set of the very memorable Ravnica block. Guildpack was released on February 3rd of the year 2006, was the 37th expansion for Magic the Gathering, and is symbolized with an iron design that has three arms branching out of the center. This expansion had a total of 165 cards, broken down at 55 cards each between Rare, Common, and Uncommon. Guildpack was also sold in 15 card booster packs. Fat Packs had a book that was published around the same time, along with having three pre-constructed decks, Code of the Orsoff. Gruul Wildling, and Izzet Gizmometry. Just like most sets of magic, this expansion had a storyline that flowed with the cards. The storyline of Guildpack continues the Ravnica City of Guilds plot from the expansion prior. Three new guilds get introduced, which include the Orzhov Syndicate, consistent of the colors black and white, the Gruel Clan, the guild that was composed of green and red, and the League, which was built around red and blue. All ten Ravnican guilds are in competition with gaining power on the plane with the characters taste of the Orzoth and Agris Coast of the Boros Legion getting introduced to the storyline as well. This Ravnica story, at least for the time being, would conclude with the release of the last set of the block Dissension. Descension. There would be a total of three new mechanics that were part of this expansion, with each mechanic being associated with the new guilds shown in the set. For example, the mechanic Replicate had the function of copying instant sorceries if the Replicate cost was paid for. This mechanic is associated with the guild that is at League and can be seen on cards such as Leap of Flame and Siege of Towers. Bloodthirst was another mechanic that gave plus one plus one counters on permanents upon entering the battlefield if an opponent was dealt damage that turn. This mechanic is associated with the Gruul Clan and can be seen on cards such as Petrified Woodkin and Rabble Rouser. The last mechanic, Haunt, allowed a card to return by haunting another permanent if that card gets removed from the graveyard when that particular haunted permanent is put into the graveyard a triggered ability occurs. This mechanic is associated with the Orzhov Syndicate and can be seen on cards such as Blind Hunter and Seize the Soul. There were four total cycles in the Guild Pack expansion, with the first cycle being the Rasalkas. These were 1-1 uncommon spear creatures with an activated ability of 1 and sacrificing the creature. The cards that composed of this cycle included creatures such as Martyred and Drowned Rasulka, Played Rusalka, which consisted of black, Scorched Rusalka, which consisted of red, with the last card of the cycle being Starved Rusalka, consisting of green. The second cycle, the Leylines, were enchantments that had a converted mana cost of 4, but could be placed on the battlefield if the card is in the player's opening hand. This particular cycle consisted of Leyline of the Meek, Leyline of Singularity, Leyline of the Void, Leyline of Lightning, with the last card being Leyline of Life Force. The Mage Marks were a set of ore enchantments that gave enchanted creatures plus one plus one and also gave a particular feature based on the color of the card. The cards of this cycle included Guardians and Infiltrator's Mage Mark, Necromancer's Mage Mark consisting of black. Fencers Magewark consisted of red, with the last card being Beastmaster's Magewark, which consisted of the color green. The last cycle of cards of Guildpack were in the Nephilim, creatures with a casting cost of four different colors and a complete first for the game at this point in time. Each of these creatures had a large special ability. With the Nephilim cycle consisting of Yortiller, Glint Eye, Doom Brood, Ink Treader, with the last creature of the cycle being Witch Maul. There were only two true reprints in Guildpack, with no functional reprints and no color shifted cards. The first of these two reprints was Cremate, a black instant spell that exiled a card from a graveyard, allowed you to draw a card, and was last seen in the Invasion expansion. The other true reprint, Savage Twister, was a red and green sorcery card that deals X damage to each creature and was last printed in the Mirage expansion. There were also two misprints in this set as well, Thunderheads and Hypervolt Grasp. Thunderheads had missing letters in the italicized wording on this card, while Hypervolt Grasp was printed in red and green colors, even though it was supposed to be printed in blue and red. Just like its predecessor, Ravnica City of Guilds, this set also had a good amount of notable cards as well. The first card was Mortify, a white and black instant spell that could destroy a target creature or enchantment. It was in a total of 9 professional decks in multiple deck styles for its good spot removal, and this card has been seen mostly in Pro Tour Honolulu and Pro Tour Charleston. There was Niv Mizzet the Fireman, which was a red and blue dragon wizard that has flying and the ability of dealing 1 damage to a creature or player whenever you draw a card, along with also having the tap ability to draw a card as well. While it has seen very little inclusion in professional decks, this is seen in Commander as a versatile form of damage, along with being a form of card draw. Another creature, Burning Tree Shaman, was a Gruul Centaur that has 3 power and 4 toughness with the ability of dealing 1 damage to a player when a player activates a non-mana ability. This was seen in 7 total professional decks that included Gruul, Zoo, Midrange and was good at chipping away players with its ability. Other notable cards included Is it Boilerworks, a land card that comes into play tapped and must have a land returned to the hand. This land, after all the prerequisites, can produce one red and one blue mana when it becomes tapped. This card has been seen in Jeskai and other red-blue decks, with its most recent inclusion being part of the Is it Delver deck for the proper format in Rags to Riches 17, where it was part of a semi-final deck for that event. Orzoth Basilica was another land card similar to Is it Boilerworks, with the exception of producing one white and one black mana. This has been seen in Mardu and Abzan decks, along with being included in deck styles such as aggro and midrange, with its best inclusion being part of the Orzoth aggro deck in Team Pro Tour Charleston, where placed second overall. Speaking of black-white, there was also Castigate, a white-black sorcery card that makes a target opponent reveal their hand and remove one non-land card from the game. This card was a form of hand destruction and was seen in most of the same decks as Orzoth Basilica. It has also seen a decent amount of inclusion in the commander format as an alternative to other, cheaper hand destruction spells. There was the creature Tin Street Hooligan, which is a red goblin creature and when this creature enters the battlefield, if green mana was used to pay for this creature, destroy target artifact. Tin Street Hooligan was mostly used as a sideboard card against artifact decks that have been seen in Zoo and Goblin strategies. The best this card has done was where it was part of the winning standard deck called Gruel Beats and Pro Tour Honolulu where it played alongside cards such as Curd Ape and Frenzied Goblin. Another creature spell, Angel of Despair, was a 5-5 angel creature in Orsoft colors with flying and the the enter-the-battlefield effect of destroying a target permanent. While it was expensive as far as converted mana cost is concerned, it was still part of 20 professional decks, being mostly part of Dredge and Reanimator. This card was part of three winning decks, which included one Pro Tour win and two Star City Games events, as well as being a part of two finalist decks. Angel of Despair is also seen in a few commander decks as a way to get a big creature out and destroy a significant permanent that an opponent has. Continuing on with other cards, Giga Gigadrous was a blue instant spell with replicate and the ability to tap target permanent. With these two effects, this card can hit multiple targets very cheaply to bypass blockers, get the storm counter up, or make an opponent's other permanents utterly useless for a turn. This card can be seen in Scapeshift, Shift, Blue Red, and Storm Decks, with one of its best inclusions being part of the Dragon Storm deck, where it got first place in Worlds 2006. Expanding upon the Shocklands from the last expansion, there were the Gilpack Shocklands that included Steam Vents, Stomping Ground, and Godless Shrine. These were the dual lands that came into play tapped, or could be untapped for two life and could be searched with the fetchlands. Just like with the previous Shocklands, they are used for its two-color purposes and in some cases, as an alternative for the Alpha and Beta dual lands. Stopping Grounds would end up being the best-performing Shockland overall, as it was part of many gruel and numerous triple-colored decks in Magic's history. Orzoth Pontiff was a black-white human cleric, with the haunt mechanic that if certain requirements are met, creatures you control get plus one plus one, or creatures you don't control get minus one minus one until end of turn. This has seen over 50 inclusions in professional decks over a multitude of formats, but was seen the most in Birthing Pot strategies. Its most recent inclusion was part of the winning deck of GP Madrid back in 2017, where it was part of the Collected Company deck. Other deck inclusions this card has been a part of have been Creature Toolbox, Abzan, along with different types of Court of Calling strategies. There was Shattering Spree, a red sorcerer card with a replicate ability, and the effect of destroying target artifact. This card was a cheap way to destroy powerful artifacts or artifact creatures and can also be used with the Storm mechanic, similar to how Drowse operates. Decks that this card has been a part of have been Belcher, Ad Nauseam, Storm, and Mono Red strategies. One of the most recent and best results that this card has been a part of was the Boros Burn deck that won GP Birmingham in 2017 for the Modern format. You also had Repeal, which was a blue instant spell that had the ability to return a non land permanent with a CMC cost of X to the owner's hand and lets you draw a card. Repeal has been seen in over 60 top 8 professional decks and has been included in deck styles such as Tron, Scapeship, and other blue control decks. This card has been seen in many winning decks, with one particular deck style being called Previous Level Blue, which won Grand Prix Vancouver back in 2008 in the extended format. Another non-creature spell, Electrolyze, was a red and blue instant spell that deals two damage divided as you choose, along with drawing a card. This card is cheap and can do damage in a number of ways and also serves as a short form of card draw. This card has been a part of Jessica control, scapeshift, midrange, along with being part of the vast number of twin decks. The most recent deck when this card was a part of was the Grixis Delver deck in GP Guangzhou back in 2016 for the modern format, and played alongside cards such as Counterspell, Serum Visions, and Snapcaster Mage. The last notable card, Leyland of the Void, was a black enchantment that can be placed on the battlefield if it's in your opening hand, and when an opponent puts a card in the graveyard, it becomes exiled instead. This card has been seen in lots of decks over the years and has been seen in deck styles such as Dredge, death Shadows, Icarid, and even Goblins. The most recent winning deck this card was a part of was part of the deck called Hollow One, which helped win GP Sydney back in 2018 for the Team Modern Unified format. Leyland of the Void is also the card from the Guild Pack expansion that has seen the most professional deck action as well. As of the recording of this video, a sealed booster box of Guild Pack is worth around $350. So, there you have it. All you need to know about the history and inner workings of the guild pack expansion. If you enjoyed this episode of Card Anthology, make sure you like and share the video along with subscribing to the Card Bazaar for more Card Anthology episodes. Make sure you also check out the Top 100 Best Performing Cards where I rank some of the best cards throughout Magic's history. On top of that, if you missed the episode over Ravnica's City of Guilds, click on the link in the video description to watch the episode now. The next episode of Card Anthology will be over the last expansion of the block, known as Dissension, so be on the lookout for that episode in the future. That is all I have today everyone, Coach over here signing out, and I will see you all next time.